Hello and welcome back to the Aligned Podcast. This is a podcast where we have open and honest conversations about personal development, business, life, and just generally being better. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's listening to the show and sharing the show. We are getting some amazing numbers these days. And um, I just wanted to say thank you. And if you do get something from this show, please do share it with a friend. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Liam, good. Nice to see you again. Um, we were discussing most of our listeners are listening, not necessarily watching. Um, so there is going to be a slight reduction in the YouTube content. Uh, so we can purely focus on getting this uh, audio out to the people who really are um, absorbing most of the content. Yeah, so most people are listening on audio and the people who do watch on YouTube generally weren't watching the length of the episode. Yeah. So in the future, we probably will be doing, um, we will be releasing short form content on YouTube. So yeah. the same, same as our reels that we're releasing on Instagram. And we may cut the episodes and do some clips of, five to 10 minute clips in the future. But yes, most of it's going to be on audio. That's good. I mean, I, and it's a, it's a valuable lesson really, like for those people who are in business who are growing something or starting something new is to assess where it's going and, and focus in on what you do. I mean, the simplest example, something you taught me, I never knew what a split test was before uh, you came in and did our social media. And in my understanding, and get me if I'm wrong, the split test is you put two things out, whichever one performs best you, you run with. Yeah. Yeah. So you change one variable um, and then you allow the algorithm to see which it pushes both and whichever one gets the most engagement gets most push. And Amazing. Then, then you kill the other one. Um, but it's the 80-20 rule, isn't it? 20% yeah. of your input pr provides 80% of your results and 80% of people are listening on podcasts. So. Perfect. And we want to continue to provide that for you. We want to um, create a show that really does you know, change your life. We've had some great feedback this week uh, from, from a couple of people. Uh, some running big businesses, some sort of working within businesses who are really saying that they're getting a lot from the podcast. So we appreciate that. And if, you know, if that's you, like, share, leave us a comment. And if you have any questions that you want answering on the show, let us know. But Lee, what's been good in your life? What's new? Anything different? We, well, we only recorded a few, was it a few days yeah, ago? Yeah, it was really? not long ago, was it? Um, what's been happening? Um, just enjoying the bike, enjoying the open road. Nice. From the upper half of my body, my legs. Did you ride so to my village on the weekend? No. Oh, someone just like you. There is somebody, I've been told by a couple of people that they've seen somebody on a bike very similar to mine. So I need to find this person and become friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> he, I'm, I'm assuming he's a he, but he looked gangster. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah thought she was giving birth last night, which was hilarious. Okay. Uh, it wasn't hilarious at all. Okay. Um, oh my God, dude. I'm just going to be like on tender hooks for the next couple of weeks. I think. Mm. I think it's going to happen quite quick. I do. I think I've got a feeling that I've, that's why I said to you before the podcast, have you got your phone on loud? Because <laughs> 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 it doesn't happen that quick. <laughs> and then I said, knowing Sarah, she's probably like writing out some blogs and just pushing out a baby at the same time. Yeah. I'll get home and she'll clean everything up and gone. So um, we're starting that new business now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my brothers, I told you one of my brothers was born on the way to the hospital in the car. So um, yeah, it can happen that quick, mate. Cool. Well, I'm about to find out. Yeah. Uh, so today we we've got a really cool topic. Uh, it's something that I I chose because I it's something that has really plagued me for years, um, and I've been through some torture with it that prevented it, and then it's come back again. And it's speaking your truth. It's speaking what is truly and really on your mind, what you actually think. And so often in society, we we think something. But then we're afraid to actually voice that opinion. Um, and I think 
one of the things that I remember from experience, I'll tell you a story, is I, I, um, I used to speak my mind very much, like very vocal. Um, and then in the profession that I'm in, there are some people who like to regulate us who told me I shouldn't be saying what I was saying at a certain time. Um, so I had to stop. And it was that I remember having to go through years of content that I'd written and deleted mm. years of videos that I created and deleted. And you know, what's really annoying is these videos and this content had provided, uh, health information that really helped our community and people's lives. Mm -hmm. And there's some regulator who says, Oh, you can't say that. And I mean, it's really frustrating. And now it's, it's come full circle. And I, it's the lesson in that has helped me to mature how I say what I say, because mm -hmm. I suppose I was quite brash and just ignorant. But I really believe that we all should try to, to speak more of our truth. And we often, bite our lip in certain circumstances. And I just wanted to open up that conversation because I think it's really important. It's it's like if you get into a relationship and you date this person with a mask on, with a facade, and you're like kind of, you're putting on a show, mm -hmm. you go through the time of that relationship and eventually, you know, you figure each other out and you're like, oh, I'm not, this person isn't really who they said they were at the start or, uh, you know, they aren't really into what they said they were into at the start. And this can be true for any relationship, um, and even more so in business. You can start a business out with somebody, or you can be somebody within a company trying to appease, and you get so far and then they figure you out. And you also limit yourself and your ability to bring your true talents to the fore, um, which if you just spoken from the start, you may have found that that company or that business wasn't for you, but that's good because you would have gone to the one that was right for you. Yeah. Um, so I suppose I've opened up a huge can of worms there, Lisa. Yeah. Um, so just to mention on the, on the relationship side of things and to tie it into personal development, it's sort of like if you see your significant other slacking and lacking in areas and they're letting themselves go and they're picking up bad habits and they're doing things and you don't say anything, then you're sort of doing them a disservice to protect yourself because it will be uncomfortable to say, because some people, it's easy to slide into a hole and to, to lose track of things. And in a relationship, I think it's important to keep each other accountable yeah. and say what's on your mind. And when you mention this thing to them, it is going to feel like shit because they're probably going to take it in a bad way. Yeah. But in the long term, you're doing it for them, for their long term health, for the future of your relationship. So yeah, you have to say what's on your mind. Definitely. And it's it is tough in like it is tough in the relationship. So I, I remember back to the early days of Sarah and I's relationship, and I was very much into personal development and she wasn't. Mm. And I tried to push this stuff on her. Mm. And that was me pushing my agenda on her, mm. not holding her accountable mm. to what's going on. And I think there's a slight difference and nuance in that that people might get wrong. Um, but if you know that someone is capable of something and has, has, has a want to do it, then holding the line and keeping them accountable is, is really important. Mm. And nobody does that for me better than Sarah does. Like if I start to slip or, or not achieve what I could, then, then she's great at that. Yeah. But I mean, in society, I mean, you think about the difference between boys and men, you have boys and they will just say what they think, you know, parents often cringe at what their child is about mm -hmm. to say. Um, 
<laughs> funny story. This is a funny story. So years ago, my mum took me to the doctor's young, little young boy uh, with red hair running around the doctor's surgery. You know, these old doctor's surgeries that were awkward places to be. Everyone's coughing on each other, which is yeah. how we should be to build our immune system. Yeah. Um, and you, you remember the RNNI lifeboat things that were always in the corner? You put yeah. a coin in it, just it just rocked. So we're in this waiting room and there was this guy in the corner. There was this very, very dark black chap in the corner and I was staring at him. And my mum was like, what is he going to say? Don't say the wrong thing. Don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> and I'm staring and she's just waiting for the most inappropriate comment from me. Uh, and I, I looked at mum and I went, mum, why is that guy's hair so curly? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yes. brilliant. She's like, yeah, you said the right thing. Yeah, yeah, but, but that shows two things. Kids don't see color. No. But also um, the fact that I just said what was on my mind. Yeah. I didn't care what people were thinking. There was no yeah. filter. Yeah. Um, and what if we just lived our life like that? Why, mm. you know, why do we, I'd love your thought on this. Why do we stop saying what we want to say? Um, I think... Society has conditioned us to self-censor, mm -hmm. which is very dangerous, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, they want us to self-censor. Um, and I think this whole offended society is to blame for it. But, um, yeah, it reminds me of, like, when... So this, I've got a funny story about a doctor's surgery as well, but it's not me. It's my, it was my younger brother. So when we were... We used to get hit when we were kids. Yeah. Like, if we were naughty, we'd get hit. And um, my younger brother he's quite a bit younger than me but my dad would still smack him when he was naughty and uh, I, I just to put this out there i think that's a very good thing I, i'm glad that i was smacked when i was a kid i wasn't beaten well and that's a different story but by my dad i wasn't beaten i was just smacked when i was naughty and it taught me discipline and it taught me respect but my younger brother was in the doctors and he was just, I can't remember what he was in there for going for a checkup or something. And this was just as it was starting to be frowned upon and people were like, you can't hit your kids. And, and, uh, he was really young and he goes, the doctor goes to him and is everything all right, Andrew, is there anything else you want to tell me? And he just turns and looks at the doctor and looked at my dad and looked at the doctor and went, yeah, my dad hits me. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad just sat there like, oh shit. <laughs> My dad hits me. And I just thought that was hilarious. But yeah, we, we are censored. Um, well, we're censored by social media. Yeah. We're censored by um, ourselves. And it's it's a dangerous thing for society because it's the, it's the slow death of free speech, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it, it all comes back from being young. Like, don't say that you might hurt their feelings. Mm. Like, I don't know where that's, where did that start? Like, you're meant to be able to hurt, like, or no, you should be able to take someone's comment and rub it off. Like it, it, it doesn't mean. And so, so I read this in the four agreements and I can't exactly pin what it meant, but essentially we are in control of our own thoughts. It's the only thing we're in control of. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want to say about me. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want to say about my mum or, mm -hmm. or anyone close to me. Yeah. And I can go, you know, that's cool because that's your thought. Yeah. And it actually means nothing in my no. world. We, I mean, we've got a plant in between us. And you could say, well, that's a greeny orange. And I could say, well, actually, it's a shade of yellow. Mm. We all see the world very differently. Yeah. So it doesn't it makes really no matter difference. how it doesn't at all. The only thing that you've got control over is how you respond to what's yeah. been said or anything like that. And that's what people have lost, I think. They, they, 
rather than thinking I've got control over what is said to me so I can decide whether that means anything to me. Like I'm unoffendable. Mm. I, you couldn't, you can't, you can't, you can't offend me. You like you could say anything and I'd just be like, whatever. Cool. So it's okay in your reality. Yeah. So I think the problem here is it's twofold. It's people being offended mm-hmm. and people afraid to speak their own mind. Yeah. I suppose they're afraid to speak their own mind because they'll be, a, they might offend someone. Yeah. But what's, what? Well, it's all the labels, isn't it? It's all the, racist misogynist yeah. um sexist, sexist all of these things and they've just been but it's got to a point now where they're thrown around that much that they don't actually mean anything vanilla. which is more dangerous because when someone is actually sexist so or is actually racist it's just water off a duck's back it's, now that, because that is that is true just say that again because that is so true yeah so when these things have been thrown around so much they start to lose their actual potency and what they actually mean so when somebody is actually racist it doesn't get called out because everyone has already been called racist or sexist or misogynistic and they lose their weight don't they just waters down the whole thing yeah yeah um because there are racist people in the world of course but everybody gets called racist who is not racist like you get called racist for anything you get called sexist for anything yeah um especially online like you don't notice it that much in the real world. No. Um, but I think especially online. But that is, that again is another truth. Like these things are built into something so much bigger than they actually are. Yeah. Like if you get in a group of, group of lads, there's going to be some horrendous comments oh, thrown yeah. around, but no one's taking it seriously. It's part of it. It's like... Exactly. And um, it's these small minorities that will call it out uh, and make it into a big deal. We're afraid that we're going to offend someone and then someone's going to take it further and it's going to become an issue for maybe our business, our progression or whatever we're doing. But I think it just needs to start with people just not, just don't get so fucking offended. Yeah. but And then the other thing is that when it comes to like social media, which is totally controlled and manipulated, they will boost up one side. And I'm not political at all. Like I don't. I think all politicians are crooks. I think I think the political system is broken and I'm not left or right. I don't give a shit about any of it. But social media and the people who are in control of social media do. And they yeah. push one side's agenda and it is one side of the aisle who get really offended about everything. And they quieten down the opinions of others and they boost the opinions with bots of the people who they who who feed into their agenda. And it's all division. The, yeah, and that's where the they, they also thing promote is the confirmation bias on that. So the confirmation bias is you'll find the things that you agree yeah, with. Yeah, so you're an echo so that chamber. polarizes people even yeah. more. But all the 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 LGBTQ, the Black Lives Matter, the all this shit that's been going on recently, we need to realize that it's being fed down from above to divide us, and we need to look past it. And it's like. There's that much stuff about racism and stuff and, and trans rights and gay rights and all this stuff now. And everybody has the same rights. Yes, years and years ago it was bad, but we seem to be going backwards. Like yeah. since MLK and them trying to them doing the things that they did to actually get equality in society, we we're like well, yeah, what, every, 50 like years say, in the future. Has the same rights. Like everyone has the same right to free speech. Unless you're speaking against one of these minority groups and then you're yeah. not allowed to speak freely about what you think. No. Um, which is frustrating. I mean, I'm still waiting for ginger rights. Like, yeah, the fuck, dude? Oh, it must be coming, man. Ginger lives matter. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. Um, but one to- of the things that sparked this whole conversation is I put a post out this week 
um, about how should people be in healthcare if they're not healthy? Like, and and the vast majority said no, they shouldn't. Mm. And a few came in and going, you can't say that. That's not fair. It's, you know, it's like it's quite ridiculous that we're getting offended to call out people on their health nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ludicrous. Like, you know, you, you sit like quite often. You have this scenario. You sit with a patient, and I used to be quite fearful of it when I was when I was young in practice. But now I'm not there to berate people about it, but to have an honest conversation. If they've come in and they're they're, they're struggling, your health is an issue. Yeah, like you need to take control of this. You can't expect me to fix you if you're not prepared to do some yourself. But yeah, we're we're so offended if we call out health and fitness and and lifestyle. Yeah, because and and if you take it back to like COVID, yeah, none of that was about health. Oh, no, none of it was about health because they lock us all up for this thing but yet and they close gyms they close down gyms they never mention the license open and keep the off license open yeah so you can get booze but you can't go and exercise um they never told everybody um that 80 percent of people who died with covid were vitamin d deficient Mm -hmm. never that was never mentioned never mentioned yet they but they coerce everybody into getting a jab that is has has made the pharmaceutical companies the most profit they've ever made. And people say, "Oh, you're skeptical," but look, just look at just look at the statistics, the true statistics. So, if you look at the total number of deaths in the entire population for the years of COVID, there is no inflation no. in numbers until the last year. Until the last year, but then what's that? But it's but you go back. I think it's. I can't remember. I need to get it in front of me. You go back about ten years. There were more deaths in those mm. couple of years than there were in the COVID yeah. years. Yeah. And people are saying, "Oh, people are dying left, right, and centre." And this is where people are not afraid. People are afraid to speak their mind because they watch the box that tells them so many people are dying every day mm. of COVID. And then you ask them, "So, how many people do you know who died from COVID?" Exactly. And they don't. And you just. Why can't you speak your own mind? Yeah, or and why even are people getting think, offended think if you do? It's not even to the point of not being able to speak your own mind. It's the majority of people can't even think with their own mind. Critical thinking seems to be like the scarcest, most rare skill and ability known to man at the minute. Like everybody's led. And I never, I always knew that people were easily led by the media and stuff, but I never knew how but easily. That's easy. And we've done this previously. That's, the hypnotic rhythm of yes. a human being mm. is what is the consistent narrative happening in your mind? The consistent narrative is that which you will become and believe. Now, we've spoken before about the potential and the ability to change that, which happens when we're in that sort of alpha and theta brainwave state between being asleep and being awake. Yeah. And to not go through the whole thing again, you can go back and listen to a previous episode on that. But if you're waking up every morning, the first thing you're doing is diving into social media and the news. Mm. That's what your narrative is going to believe. Mm. Like, do you remember the news used to be on like a, probably once a day? Yeah. And now it's on like every all, hour, all day on. And some people channels. feel they need to watch like Everyone. the headlines every two hours. Yeah, it's been so long since I watched the news. Actually, the other morning, so I recently. Um, we enjoy a show called Succession. It's the only yeah. show that we watch. It's just finished, so now we watch nothing. Yeah. But um, I had to download uh, Now TV 
to get it yeah. so I couldn't I had like a dodgy streaming box that stopped working so I had to, <laughs> I had to download and actually pay for it because we wanted to watch these episodes and on that I was flicking through it just to see what else was on there it's absolutely full of shit and you pay a subscription and it still has ads right so it has news on there but it has American news on there and I thought I'll just put it on and I don't watch any news and I thought I'll just put on and I think it was CNN or something like that. I do not know how people watch that. Their dopamine receptors must be. It was like bam, 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 bam. All these fucking things coming up, like scare tactics, fear, talking about Donald Trump. Like it was like full on. And our news in England is nothing like that. Mm. It's full of shit and lies, but it's not like that. That was like watching an action movie. No wonder everybody's living in don't fear. Don't even give you time to process what you said. It was unbelievable. So, I, it, it, honestly, I had it on for about four minutes and I was like, fuck this. I cannot watch that anymore. I didn't even see a single news story. It was yeah. just advert, boom, boom, this, boom, sponsored by Pfizer. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mad, isn't it? It's yeah, mad. Yeah. So I suppose for our listeners, like, just pause, like, just pause. Mm. Just pause when you hear something or you feel that like you want to say something and just try to say your truth. Mm. Don't be afraid of it. Mm. Like just give it a go and see what happens. Just give it a go and see what happens. Um, you know, the, I was speaking to someone last night who um, wants to start coaching with me and he, he basically there's, there's been a bit of a, some kind of case for him against him. And I say, just pause. Look at the material facts here. And the material facts say there is no case to answer. Mm. But because we get thrown something that is so emotive, we panic yeah. and we don't rationalize anything. Whereas if we just pause, think, like use our mind to think about it, and then we'll realize, actually, this isn't as big a deal as we thought. And maybe I'll just say what I think right now. Mm. And if we, like, what would be... What would be the benefit if everyone actually just started to speak what they thought? Do you think we'd have more conflict or less? Um, I think it would weed out like the weak from the strong probably and people would soon realise that it doesn't matter if you're offended. Um, like I saw this veteran and he'd offended someone and they were like, oh, what they say that what you're saying is offensive. And he's like, I was in Vietnam. Do you think I give a shit about offending someone? I couldn't care less about offending someone. I think it would group strong men together and strong humans together. Like yeah. if, we, if we all spoke our mind and weren't offended by it, mm. there wouldn't be conflict. Mm. They'd just be strong, uh, willing people. Yeah. Yeah, I've always I've always been one to speak my mind. I've always just said what I think is it's and, and it's there is ways to, to and do I was it. I was gonna say it gets me in trouble, but really it hasn't it ever no, got me in trouble. No. It hasn't. Some people are like, oh, so what? It's really interesting. I had, uh, one of my team members come to me um this week and she'd made a mistake. And I praised her instantly as soon as she came to me and told me of her mistake. I thought mm. it was brilliant. Mm -hmm. I'm like this is the communication we want. Yeah. Well done for coming and saying yeah. you've made a mistake. Because she could have tried to cover it up. Could have covered it. I don't know. Not spoke is, her but... mind, mm. and that would have led the problem. So I do think if we if we if we learn to really speak our mind, it won't get us in trouble. It will just make us stronger of character, yeah. more appealing to others around us, and and we'll start to swing the tide of change that needs to happen. Uh, 
so we don't just all become lemmings and robots. Yeah, and you say like, what what would it do if we did all speak our minds? Let's think about what will it do if we don't. Like, mm. we're going to be self-censoring ourselves to the point, and that is what they, the powers that be, the people pulling the strings, want. They want us to be quiet. It's like Andy says, the silent majority. They've made people think that being the silent majority is noble and righteous, and it's not. That's what they want. It mm. makes it very easy for a population to be controlled if they're all silent yeah. and nobody says what they think. So if you see something that's wrong, say that it's wrong. And if you see something that shouldn't be happening, say it. And then just think critically about everything. That's yeah. what I would say. Great stuff. I don't think we need to say any more. Okay. Really good. So thanks for listening again. As we said, if you've got something from this, please share it, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you on the episode next week. Cheers, Lee. Thank you, mate.